When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 259 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. It's almost time for kickoff. In this week's episode, we preview the 2022 football season. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. It's good to see you, Mike. Hi, Justin. How you doing? I've seen you a lot more recently than our listeners have heard us. Right, right. We stay in touch. Yeah, but it is good to see you. It's great to see you. I was almost ready to say that SOS Heating and Cooling uh, is also a new sponsor for us this year, but that's not the case. <laughs> they don't need us. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Millions of views. We would uh, probably ask for less money, but anyway. <laughs> Mike, uh, our... Are you excited about the football season just around the corner? It is such an odd thing that it's here already. Um, I think, I think, interestingly for us, uh, surprise, surprise, everybody, we're back. Uh, in the last seven years, we've continued to podcast throughout the summer. Right. And so it was always in front of us. Mm-hmm. And this year, Justin and I took a little break. And, uh, you know, I got to just enjoy being, I don't know what you would call it, off the clock as a podcaster, you know? Yeah. Um, just took a little, I, I guess you could call it, it's our seven-year sabbatical. There you go. Husker pod. I like that. <laughs> Rediscover who we are in the summertime. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, I think it's awesome that we get it a little bit earlier than most of the country. Our favorite team is playing uh, another week zero game this year. Yeah, I forgot that we did it last year until listening to Scott's press conference today, recording on Sunday, August 21st. Mike, do we want to talk about how this show might be different moving forward than it's been in the past? I suppose we could. Um, One thing, you know, longtime listeners might notice is that it's going to be a little bit more Raw. raw yeah and i use the word raw not like in the sense that it's going to be like any less family friendly than it's always been i mean in the sense that uh justin and i um we co- you know we had some discussions over the summer about uh let's be honest whether or not we wanted to keep doing this thing and uh, we kind of came to terms with the fact that yeah we do we do want to keep doing this but uh, we want to kind of take a step back from the things that made it feel more like a job mm-hmm. and 
less like a hobby. And one of those things is uh, editing this thing for hours on end. <laughs> um, often, you know, times, oftentimes in the middle of the work week or, you know, in lieu of other things that I could be doing uh, with my time. So, um, you know, Mike has myself, put a lot of hours into editing and I, yeah. I don't think, I don't know that people appreciate how much time goes into it. And I know that Mike and I are going to learn to appreciate in the moment how much work he's put in because we, we've already given ourselves a pep talk about like not belching <laughs> and just being, you know, keeping the conversation going. We're going to try to do this like a live stream. And yeah. I feel like so many, uh, of our peer podcasters out there have gone to the live stream video. We don't want to do video. We're not there. We're not gonna. But uh, I feel like that's just kind of a, a gives us permission at some level to relax and and not care quite so much. And I I don't know. I don't think I don't think y'all are gonna notice too much rawness. What what is it like a Disney movie where he's like I likes it raw? Oh, I think it's the uh, the nineteen eighties uh, Hobbit animated feature oh, wow. it's the okay. goblins that's a deep when they've got yeah when they've got bilbo and the dwarves yeah that's what's that's what's coming to mind there so anyway See, folks, this is where i would usually be seeking out and inserting a little uh, audio drop there i'd find that quote from the hobbit and i'd drop it in here now sometimes like if it absolutely has to happen i, I imagine there will be a star wars quote at some point where it's like oh we got to put that in there mm. but um yeah. You were the chosen one. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so you're also going to hear all of my stupid takes um, in which I confuse, like, a defensive player for an offensive player. I think that's happened before. But you never heard it because I edited it out. Um, so, Guys, uh, he thought Bill Callahan was the coach for the last seven years. Yeah. I was like, Mike Mike Riley? I <laughs> thought that Bill just went on a diet. Um, maybe I should have edited that, but... Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah, but you know, I have to say one so so yeah, we're gonna streamline. I think I've I've kind of described it to Mike and others as like the acoustic set version <laughs> I like of, it. of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. You know, stripped down, uh bare, fewer accoutrements. It's the the VH one storytellers unplugged. Um, if you're a fellow millennial listening to this, you remember that dashboard confessional album, like where he's like, I'm playing at MTV studios. That's us. Or perhaps if you're a uh, Gen X or the Nirvana unplugged album. So I do want to say thank you. There was, there's been a lot of people, especially as we've gotten closer and closer to the season who have reached out, right. um, uh, via Twitter, you know, people we've never met in person, over social media, friends, family members. When are you gonna? You guys gonna record? Come on, you guys gotta record. So um, that's I've actually ignored been, them all. That's <laughs> been really know. encouraging. So thank you to the many people who've reached out and offered encouragement. And uh, I, I'd say for me personally, like that, that was a big reason to keep going. Is there's you know, it's as much as I like talking to Mike and then also talking to my wife and family about the Huskers. It's fun to know that you guys out there listen and, and like to interact with us. I think we are going to have a lighter footprint on social media too. Um, but you know, we still want to interact with all of our friends that we've made through the last seven years. It's a great community. And so that's, that's another reason we're going to keep going here. Yeah. I think what it boils down to is that we want, uh, we both have a desire for this to be 
a fun hobby for ourselves. Again. Yeah. We don't we don't have any delusions of turning this into a brand. Um, not to, not to say that you know other people who are pursuing that with whatever their yeah know, that's whatever just, their yeah, thing is to each their own. Yeah. For us though, uh, we just want to hang out and talk Husker football. I mean, this really did stem originally from. Me and Justin just kind of texting each other during games and kind of saying like, "Man, it we're we're already talking about this stuff all the time. Why don't we just turn on a microphone?" And so that's really what this season will be. It's it's going to be, I guess, in the purest sense, what we originally envisioned this podcast to be, which is we're just two friends chatting about the game after it happens you know <laughs> so so to kind of start to transition us away from this conversation and into the game time mm-hmm. i would say that this last year um the football season was really rough and we kind of kept going and i've just as my my family has grown we haven't had any kids recently but you know <laughs> kids are getting older there's four of them when we started we just mandy and i just had uh one an infant and there's four of them and you know got more stuff going on in my personal life, you know, just a lot. There's a lot going on as we as we encroach upon the 40-year-old threshold. Oh, and, yeah, and uh, I, I started a new job in the spring, too, so that's also kind right, of why yeah. I was ready to press pause on things for a little while. I just feel like, for me, at this point in my life, it, I don't know if it's a midlife reassessment or a quarter life or some, you know, what's in the middle there, a third life, but, like, you, you just got to put your time where – where you want to put it, you know, you got to be really intentional about that is, and you know, if you can make these decisions in your teens and twenties, it's, you know, all the more power to you. But I think there's just a lot of value to being intentional and saying, this is how I want to spend my time. And I want to be doing the things that bring me joy. And I want to be with the people who bring me joy. And if, you know, if there's an activity that at the end of the day is just like crushing my soul, I don't want to do it. (laughs) So all that to say, if things take a really nasty turn with this season, I don't think they will. But uh, you know, we we might not be committed to doing an episode. But and on the same line, to continue that thought, you know, if there's people that don't want to be with you, you know what, you got to move on. Do what do what's fun, do what's meaningful, and be with the ones who want to be with you. So uh, this is a this is a podcast about football. How many times did you puke this week, Mike? <laughs> Okay, let's talk about that. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it was. I don't think it was advisable for Scott Frost to say that. Yeah. But I think we all know what he was trying to say, right? Um, I think social media has. Um, what was it? The that player in Maryland a couple years ago who. Uh, died at a practice but i mean that was like wasn't it like a severe heat stroke and there was all kinds of i don't know i don't i i don't want to compare what scott frost is doing against anybody else but i mean like there are safety protocols in place i think in a sense he's just trying to say like yeah we're rough and tough yeah like it used to be he was looking um, for some sort of way to yeah. make that point and uh Scott's never been I mean he's he's was this his fifth year now he's not the best with the media <laughs> he can get his point across uh but that's not where he shines he yeah, he he's can not do a PR pro <laughs> no so you know I don't think he intended to 
make some statement that was going to get him in hot water. And I don't think it did get him in hot water. I think, and he said in his press conference today, he's like, of course we, I was exaggerating a bit. We don't, we don't push kids to that. And you can't do that in the 21st century in 2022. You can't push kids to puke that much. Like they'll quit. (laughs) And also like, you're going to get sued. So they're not doing, and there's of course footage of everything because all the practices are recorded. So, I mean, you just, it's, it's just not happening. Otherwise, there would have already been some sort of scandal. So anyway, I'm I'm excited for this game. Uh, I'm excited for this season. Uh, I I feel like it. Uh, I feel like they've flipped so many of the weaknesses from last year. Coming into the Illinois game last year, they talked a big game about all the changes that they had made that they needed to make, and then it turned out they hadn't made any of them. Right. And right. Uh, the fact that there's actually been people fired and. Um, and that he said today, Whipple's going to be calling plays from the sideline. The fact that Whipple's calling the plays, uh, the fact that we got new specialists, Bill Bill Bush is pounding specialists uh, in practice. That is just pounding like that. We need to be excellent in the kicking game. And uh, I, I'm I'm excited, and uh, I'm a lot more cautious with my excitement than I've been, but uh, I'm excited. I'm it, actually, took me, it took me a while to get excited, but sure, I'm there now. Sure, I think with uh, with the special teams talk, I'm excited because if it were a cause for concern, they just wouldn't even be talking about it. <laughs> I don't think. I think they'd be just kind of like, we're just doing the work we need to do. But they've actually said some pretty positive stuff about the specifically the kicking and the punting and being more aggressive in general with special teams. Um I'm excited about that. I want to see that. Um, I think last year we saw a team that was so afraid of getting in the way of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, having some time to reflect on last year, uh, in hindsight, I think that was really kind of the narrative of the whole season. Was The whole season, the team was scared, the coaches were scared, the fan base was scared. Yeah. And it became a self-fulfilling prophecy um, to the point of ridiculousness. Um, so, I don't know. There, there does seem to be an optimism heading into this season from the players and coaches that we did not see last year. I, I think that there is a marked difference. Well, and it just helps that you've had so much of that change that we were just talking about. I mean, that that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm... I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the season. Um, I'm I'm also excited. Uh, you know, it's during the spring game. I, I the one episode we recorded this year. Um, <laughs> I think I was kind of like uh, I didn't think Casey Thompson looked that great. Well, apparently he had this hand surgery since then, and it's made a huge difference. Like it was still a big deal. It sounds like his hand was just throwing hand was just mangled. Really, and um, so he's way more confident the team's way more confident the coaching staff's way more confident in him and um he doesn't have the physical uh characteristics that made it so that you could the coaching staff felt like they could justify running adrian so much like this guy's like three inches shorter and at least 30 pounds lighter so you know he's under uh 200 pounds so if they run him even a uh, half of what they ran, Adrian, he's just gonna—he's just gonna die. Like he's, 
<laughs> if he'll be wishing he could have his jaw wired shut, it's going to be bad. So they can't do that. And, uh, um, man, people are, that's the off season. Of course, people seem really like high on, on the running backs. Um, I'm not sure the, the offensive line to me is the biggest, like unknown, how good that is. The defense, the defensive line went from being a question mark to a plus, like it's, it's stacked. And, um, man, there's a lot of talent on the defense. I think it's really telling that we have three defenders and one offensive player as captains. Um, because I think the defense, especially in the first half of the season really needs to carry this team mm-hmm. while the, while the offense finds its groove. Cause you don't just install an offense with all new leadership in an off season and it's clicking. If it is, if it's clicking on Saturday, like immediately, like this could be an amazing season. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but I just don't think that's what happens. <laughs> it's funny to me that we're we're talking about how this could be an amazing season. I've got pulled up in front of me the uh, Nebraska versus Northwestern page on ESPN. <laughs> it's What's... showing Nebraska's last five and Northwestern's last five. Uh, not not a win between either teams. <laughs> Holy moly! That's ten football games and ten losses between the two teams. <laughs> Yes, but all so, of ours were close. Uh, yeah, that's sure, sure. Um, but man, oh man, uh, that's the scary thing about Northwestern. Um, that's the scary thing about just like it being the whole Ireland thing. And real quick, I just want to point out there was a uh, there's an ad on a local radio station here in Omaha all spring about taking taking a trip to Dublin. Ireland. Every single time I heard that commercial, I listened closely. He's like, "Did he say Dublin?" And he said, "Dublin." You've been Dublin. Anyway, um, I'm complaining about something that you've been waiting to get that off your chest for a while from six months ago. But anyway, um, yeah, no, just just in general, the scary thing with Northwestern is they always seem to. Like, even the times where we eventually pull away and beat Northwestern by a considerable margin, there's always that, like, oh, no, they've come ready for us this time. I, I feel, and we've talked about it before on the podcast, Northwestern shows up for Nebraska in a way that they don't show up for the, for other teams. Um, not last year, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I look at this Northwestern team, and, we you know, we didn't do our season previews, so we didn't talk to the guys from Northwestern. So I, I got to confess, I don't know nearly as much about the, our football team as I have in previous falls. And I don't know hardly anything about our opponents as compared to last year. Sure. But what I do know is they've lost. I don't know that they've gotten any better uh, talent wise. Now mm. the, the, the players and the coaching staff were of course, very complimentary today uh, of the uh, uh, opponent, but and, and it's Fitzgerald, so he's been around forever, and he knows a thing or two about coaching football. But I just don't think this is any better of a team than the one that we smoked last year. Mm. Um, and for whatever reason, everything worked out for us last year. I feels highly unlikely that in game one, everything works out. I think Whipple made a comment that lots of times whoever wins in week one or week zero is the team that makes the fewer mistakes. So... Um, I think it's interesting. Casey Thompson in his press conference today was talking about being a perfectionist. Um, he's, I would say he's proud of being a perfectionist. Um, 
I don't, if I, if I was working like someone on my team at work, if someone was a professed perfectionist, like that might be a hard person to be around, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that kind of makes me a little bit worried. I understand that in, in the world of division one college football, you're supposed to eat, sleep and breathe and football and everything, you know, there's nothing else but football, but that'll be, I'm curious to see how that serves him. So maybe we make a lot fewer mistakes because we have a perfectionist at quarterback or maybe uh, he's an unbearable person because he's a professionist. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. He's not a captain. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, but uh, you don't have to be. Tommy Armstrong, I don't think he was ever a captain, right? Am I right on that? I'm not sure. <laughs> We're not going to edit, so we'll just, uh, <laughs> let's not, we won't pause it and look it up and then come back and act confident about it. We'll just all live with the unknown and someone else can Google it and tweet yeah, it at somebody us. Somebody can tweet at us. Somebody can call in. Oh wait. Oh yeah, we're not doing we're not doing a reaction line this year. Yeah. Thank you, Runza, no for many line. many years of support. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to Runza. Um the, the decision not to do the reaction line has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with what we were talking we, about. We we called up Runza and they, you know, I don't want to use the word bag, but you know, they were <laughs> They're very insistent that we continue, and we said, look, this is – we need to go in a different direction. I will say this. Um, the one thing for me personally that came out of that sponsorship that kind of, like, changed the way I do Runza is I found out about the Cheeseburger Runza. Not the Cheese Runza, but the Cheeseburger Runza is one of my go-tos now. And that's something I tried out just because we featured it on the podcast. Yeah, that tour of the menu, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a unique experience. <laughs> Shout out to Runza. Right. Anywho. Um, yeah. So, uh, looking at the uh, ESPN FPI, the Football Power Index, it's got Nebraska at a 78.7 chance of victory. Um, and they're predicting us to win by... Uh, about 13 almost uh almost two touchdowns so um that's i want it i want it to be good. boring in the second half i want that yeah. soccer field to be tired and <laughs> everybody goes out to enjoy the town hey did you uh did you read that article that was getting passed around last week about like hey let's recount everything every skeleton in nebraska's closet from the oh last the, 30 it was like years. in the irish times or whatever <laughs> written by from somebody who lives, lives in long island and doesn't <laughs> actually live in ireland yeah i read that my favorite comment on reddit when that got posted i think one of the top comments was like i feel like somebody just googled nebraska football bad and they just pulled everything together that they could find from the first page i mean yeah if you want to pull together all the worst things about any program Mm -hmm. like you could read a lot of terrible things you know i thank goodness well anyway i don't want to start dragging (laughs) out litany of other things but i mean (laughs) it was if yeah you write down the worst things about every school it's going to be a pretty bad article and that's pretty much what they did yeah. And uh, it was stupid. I don't know what that guy, like, I remember, well, I, maybe I shouldn't tell that story. I'm, I remember meeting someone for the first time. I won't say where, who, or why. And the first thing this person said to me when I said I was from Nebraska was like, oh, yeah, Lawrence Phillips. Oh, jeez. And. Uh, wow. 
that's like all I think of. When, even I don't have to even see this person when I hear this person's name. That's what I think of. I'm like, yeah, what a jerk. Why? Yeah. Why? It's almost like it's almost like the way us Americans divide ourselves over politics. You know, careful here. Um, somebody says that they're one side or the other, and it's like, oh yeah, I know everything about you. Like you know, like some people I, say, I know all I the worst like, things about you that my folks told me to hate you for. <laughs> some people say I only like Weird Al before Running with Scissors, and other people say, well, no, Running with Scissors is when Weird Al started, and you know, then mm. you get. Did you ever see that SNL skit about Weezer? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's great, and way more accurate than. than I was trying to make a, a similar joke there, but no, I, I hear what you're saying. The funny thing about the Weezer skit is that even like on like I I talk about Reddit I spend a lot of time on Reddit better for better or worse um but uh, the Weezer subreddit was they like one of the things was like uh, Weezer fans well I mean people say it about Star Wars too the 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 people who hate Weezer the most are the Weezer fans you know oh um, <laughs> so I feel like Twitter which I'm trying to spend less time on has this running gag now that the people who hate Nebraska fans the most are Nebraska fans. Mm. I don't I don't get that sense. I, I'm just tired of people... Here's when I decided that I was going to spend significantly less time on Twitter as a Husker fan, was I mm. tweeted something about how I was excited to see Adrian Martinez have a successful season at oh, Kansas State. Geez. And I think two-thirds of the comments were very negative towards him. And I... What's wrong with you people? Like, this has just got to be... The worst of the worst. Like, what is wrong with... How can you not want this kid to be successful? I don't Honestly, care for Kansas State, but I want yeah. him to be successful. I think what... I think it's a byproduct of we have more access to players now than ever. And he was pretty straightforward about how he was mistreated by a lot of people. And I think that he was. He, he probably was. had a lot he of was. people be an absolute nightmare to him making his life miserable as the quarterback for Nebraska. Um, and and I think, though, that it, you could probably, you know, if Tommy Armstrong had a podcast, if Taylor Martinez had a podcast, we'd probably hear a lot of the same things from those if guys. If Harrison Beck had a podcast, didn't didn't oh. he? Wasn't, wasn't he, like, unhinged and crazy? Uh, I just liked his, like, <laughs> Uncle Rico-style Twitter <laughs> videos that he was posting a couple years ago. He was like... Look how far I can throw football. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, good job." <laughs> he needed he he needed help. I think. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, we're not we're not professional psychiatrists, folks. So. I feel like every other podcast I listen to would right now be like, "Better help." Oh gosh. <laughs> Promo code. Hey, have you ever been? Have you been feeling down lately? You know, through the pandemic, I just you know wasn't myself, and I just needed. Sometimes you Oof. need someone to talk to. Oof. There's so many like ethical questions about uh, conjuring up uh, mental health issues in order to sell a mental health product, but that's a whole different uh, podcast, I think. So, Mike, we got two <laughs> things that I know we want to talk about. We got SP Plus mm-hmm. and the schedule. What do you? What should we do next? Let's do SP Plus. Okay, I've got. Um, so, as a reminder of where we finished last year. Uh, we finished the season 38th overall. Our offense was 34th overall. Defense 25th overall. I mean, that's like that's almost a top 25 team. Special teams was 127. And 
I don't remember if there was 127, 128, or 129 teams, but, you know, whatever. You're scraping the bottom right there. That's ridiculous. So that, you know, that's huge. That's just huge. Yeah. One, It's one-third of the score. Mm-hmm. So they don't have special teams rankings just yet because it's preseason. They're mostly they're just looking at the overall and the offense and defense, and they're looking at who you brought back and uh, your schedule and – uh, how you, what kind of talent you you got? Mm-hmm. So, we began the season in SP plus week zero. Overall, forty fourth. Our offense fifty three. Our defense thirty three. Okay. And Northwestern is overall eighty nine. Offense one hundred and seven. Defense sixty. That's like one more than twice as bad as us. <laughs> Good job. That was quick. <laughs> Yeah, I can do maths. Yeah. So we will, uh, even with our stripped down acoustic set format, I think that's still something we're going to track because uh, that's always something that's been interesting yeah, to me. It's it's an objective metric by which we can kind of monitor the team's progress throughout the And year. Mike, I, I really believe it. We're going to be in double digits this year. We're not going to be in triple digits. I really believe. Think so? Single digits maybe okay. would be a nice what? goal. Would be a what? goal. Yeah. yeah, you know, shoot for the stars, and when you miss, you hit the moon, or other way around. I think it's shoot, shoot for the moon, and yeah. even if you miss, you'll hit the stars. You'll still get cheese. <laughs> but I mean, the, everybody likes cheese. The stars are so spread out. The odds of like missing the moon and hitting a star, they seem pretty slim. Yeah, you're gonna have to go a long way. You're gonna be dead. Well, eventually, like, the universe curves back in on itself. Um, So if you wait long enough, um, everything will kind of compress back into a singularity. And then there will be a a second expansion of the universe. And that's when Doctor Strange comes in, I think. Felt like that's where you were going. Yeah, I don't know. I finally finally watched... um, multiverse of madness like a week ago I, I haven't i've been trying to catch up on marvel movies and shows because i just t- took a break and i'm I caught... not i'm not watching them in the theaters anymore because oh. i can wait three months and watch them on disney plus right. so anyway. i watched the most recent thing i watched was the what if cartoon okay. series on disney plus and i gotta say it was actually very fun very enjoyable i only watched, I only watched the first one of those but... they they um they there's a cumulative effect to those okay yeah okay. cool so keep rolling right and there's on. only and they're not they're only 30 minutes or less which is my jam okay so i i you know i don't was there anything else aside from like walking through the schedule was there anything we wanted to say to our listeners uh you know earlier you were mentioning how people had reached out to us and i kind of like jokingly mentioned that i've been ignoring them all um okay here's the thing everybody i do appreciate those of you who have reached out to me directly, um, and I have ignored you, but um, A, that's something I tend to do, um, and B, I wanted this to be a surprise. I, I thought if people were wondering if we were going to come back, wouldn't it be wonderful to just have our show show up in their feed this week unannounced? You know, I think that there's something fun about that, so... Hi, everybody. Sorry I didn't text you back, but uh, <laughs> here, here it is. Um, 
And Justin can attest to there are times where I say, hey, sorry, I didn't text you back, and there's no oh, reason I, for it. <laughs> I think we've talked about on the show how bad yeah. you are at texting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it might be a little better. I don't know. So No, it's not better. Um, how are you going to be in ministry I, and be bad at I texting? Going, People need you. I was, I've been, for the last two months, I've been planning on texting an old friend um, uh, to see how, how they're doing, and they finally had their baby. <laughs> so... Anyway, I guess they're doing well. The baby's healthy. Yay, baby. Uh, I mean, for what it's worth, I think it counts that I've been praying for that person actively. I just forgot to text them. I think at least there's something there, right? Like Next time you I mean, pray for them, text them. I just prayed for you. But that's the thing. Like, is it like, do I have to tell somebody I'm praying for them? No, like, but you've been looking for a reason to text this person. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's more that like I think of it like super late at night, and then I'm like, ah, I'll text him tomorrow, and then I forget for two. Can minutes. you do time to set? Uh, give yourself a reminder. Remind me tomorrow to text John Doe at a reasonable hour, nine a.m. Yep. Uh, Craig Nash Linus, if you're listening to this podcast, I had a reminder in my phone to text you on August first. Um, so if you're hearing this, text me. <laughs> so Mike can ignore you. Anyway. <laughs> Oh goodness! Do you want to walk oh, through the season? Let's do it, man. Let's uh, let's make our predictions. All right, game one, week zero. Mm-hmm. It's uh, home away from home in Dublin. Uh, I thought we were supposed to be visitors for that, weren't we? Uh, I don't know what we are, but I figure there's going to be way more Huskers. Yeah. Okay, got it. Now I see what you're saying. This says eleven thirty. Shoot, I was telling people eleven. Oh. Well, I mean, that's fine. It's better to say noon and have it turn out to be 11.30. This, that's true. All right. Well, um, do you want to go first or me? I got it as a win. Okay. Yeah, me too. Okay. You, I <laughs> mean, we've, already, next game. we've yeah. already talked a we're bit about it. Game. I mean, they're not yeah. any – I don't think that team is any better than they were last year when we totally smoked them. I think it, it was a culmination of a, a lot of frustration for our team – um taken out on someone who was ripe for that but i don't so i don't expect a similar score yeah. but i i think we're going to be stout defensively and uh i'm the question is how well we move the ball but i think the defense is is good enough to handle northwestern and that's what i got sure all right north dakota north dakota i got that one is a win as well I do too. I don't know anything about North Dakota. Uh, it's the Great White North, aka Southern Canada. North Dakota State is mm-hmm. the FCS team that has been incredible for a long time, and Craig Bull was there for a long time. They won so many national championships, and they're kind of like, yeah, the '90s Huskers of the '90s in the last decade. I almost said Alabama, but I said no inside. I said, no, we're going to bring this back to Nebraska. So that's not who's coming to town. It's North Dakota, who I don't know a thing about, but I think we should win. Sure. Well, for what it's worth, I did take a peek at the FPI, and it had them with a 1.6% chance of victory. So okay. there you go. I think that's one of, maybe one of those days where we have three or four people rush for 100 yards, maybe. Sure. That'd be nice. All right. So Georgia Southern. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Georgia Southern, they're they're sneaky. Yeah, I, I guess I don't really. 
I got nothing. I'm assuming you're joking. It's a a win. (laughs) Yeah, these are the easy ones. That's that's another win. Yeah, let's just skip ahead to Oklahoma. Sure. Oklahoma. This this is uh, the first big test, and um, we didn't do our preseason interview series, and I was totally fine with that. It's it's a lot of work, Uh, but the one conversation I did want to have was with the fella from Oklahoma who we talked to because he had a bunch of questions for us about man what was it like to like leave the conference for money and then staying like <laughs> just you know their whole existence has been upended since we played them very closely last year their coach right. is gone the quarterback is gone who that quarterback didn't even really play that when we played them um you know whole new whole new group and uh they're coming here I man if we can start strong against Northwestern and then just kind of keep tuning things up each week, I I, I like our chances. What, what's FPI say? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, let me take a peek. Oklahoma. It's saying um, 60.5% chance of them defeating Nebraska. So, I mean, at this point in the season, that's pretty much as good as 50-50 if you ask me. Sure. I don't know a thing about them other than everything everything they lost. Um, what do you what do you what do you think? Uh, I'll be honest. You were just convincing me to put it down as a win, but I had it as a loss. Um, it just I hate to say it, but like if, if anything, it just kind of feels like the pattern that Nebraska has fallen into over the years is like even if we start strong, eventually there's going to be there's something that sneaks up on us. Right. And, um, also if I don't have Oklahoma as a loss early in the season, um, that has us undefeated, undefeated through nine wins. <laughs> so I feel it could like happen. just to be reasonable, I'm going to say, uh, an L for Oklahoma. For All right. Well then just to keep it interesting, I'll say a W. Okay. I could happen. I- oh yeah. I feel like they had. There's just been enough overhaul, and if Cr- uh, Crouch, if Frost is truly <laughs> not calling the plays, I, I really like the opportunity with a fresh quarterback, fresh faces all across the offense, um, plus some really established faces. I I just feel like this could be a really good. It could well not really good. I feel like this could be a surprisingly good team. So I'm gonna go ahead and. I got really optimistic in the last 48 hours. I'll call it a W. Sounds good. Now we follow that up with a homecoming game. So this will be mm-hmm. our fourth consecutive home game hosting Indiana. After a bye. After a after a bye, that's right. Yeah. So I got that one as a win. Especially, man, if they can beat Oklahoma, they're going to be on fire for Indiana. <laughs> I really there's, feel like there's going to be some real talk about Nebraska if we're undefeated through Oklahoma. You know, last year the darling, the you know, the breakout surprise team was Michigan State because they had a bunch of transfers and they snuck up on people, especially in the first half of the season. And you know, we would have beat them, but for uh, that crazy punt. And mm-hmm. their running back was a Heisman finalist. Their transfer, we got. 17 transfers. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we got a <laughs> Heisman finalist out there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I like what you're saying, Mike. I feel like we could be on a real roll here. Whether we're 3-1 and one or 4-0, and oh, I feel like we're on a roll. We've got a bye week. Um, we've really, at this point in the season, 
we've been able to work out a lot of kinks. And so I, you know, I feel like this is a win. Uh, Indiana, I think is taking a step back. I, I think, I don't know. Listen to eyes on big to no, no better. But, uh, I, I think that they're taking a step back. So I got that one as a W and then it's a short week. So that's, we have the bye week and then we have right after that, we have a short, we could play Friday, 6 PM in Rutgers. Um, oh, that's a Friday night. It's a Friday game, and I think Noah Vedral is he going to be the quarterback? At, oh, for Rutgers, is he healthy? I'm going to oh. Google him while you talk about what you think is going to happen. Oh, uh, what I think might happen is I might miss that game. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I uh, I'm going to be playing some acoustic gigs at Vala's on Friday nights in October. So, um, I guess I thought we were done with the Friday night thing, but. It comes back to haunt us one more time. <laughs> what uh, what uh, Halloween theme song will you do this year? That will you add to the playlist? Oh man! So there's been "Zombie" by the Cranberries, which is a good standby. That'll be part of the set this year. Um, and I've done "Monster Mash" in the past with my band. Um, last year they didn't want to do "Monster Mash," but I think that we do a pretty good job with it. Uh, <laughs> acoustic. I might, I might bring it out. Um, and then, of course, there's the Ghostbusters theme. Well, that one's definitely better with the band, but I might figure out a... Uh... So is it just you? Yeah, for, for the Friday night gigs at Valas, that'll be it. My band is playing there one time during the season, but the Friday night gigs are all acoustic for me in the Pie Barn. So. Oh, you're inside. If, That's nice. If you're, at, uh, if you're at Valas on a Friday night this fall... Duck your head in the pie barn in the evening. Can I have some pie and listen to some, uh, I don't know, 90s covers along with some of my original stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Noah Vedral, <laughs> Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we're on the roll that I think we might be on, because why not? I'm going to put it as a W. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this is funny. We don't know what we're talking about. Not that we ever did. It's okay. Okay. Not, we're not putting on airs yeah. anymore. Now we have, so we have a little bit of a longer week because that game's on Friday. Now we go to Purdue, mm-hmm. which I feel like Purdue is a trendy pick to surprise people or maybe maybe be as successful as expected and win the West or make make a run at the West. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna call this one a loss. Okay, I will always pick Purdue as a win because I find it insulting when they beat us, um, and that all stems from the first time we played them in the bin. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've got that one as a win. Purdue has been such a weird game. Um, I know we lots of times talk about the weird matchups against Northwestern, but Purdue, like their field. Like they don't care. As I remember, we've had several guys have season-ending injuries because their field yeah. is crap. Yeah. And like, I, do do they care? I don't know. I mean, I know the coach and the players care, but does anybody else care at Purdue about the football team? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Um, Looking but, at uh, ESPN's got it pretty much as a fifty-fifty. They got okay. Purdue at fifty-one point three percent. Okay. So, yeah. But they do have it as a Purdue win, so you might be onto something. Okay, then then we come back home after another bye week. I think I, I think we got market to market in the bye week oh, there. Oh, nice. Yep, and we host Illinois. I'm calling that one a win. 
uh, I, I'm really still quite angry about that game last year. <laughs> they are they are not going to come to our house in late October after a bye week and beat us. That's not happening this year. We're not going to throw the ball out of the end zone for safety. We're not going to or take a knee or whichever he did. He might have done both. We're not going to we're not going to drop the ball for a scoop and score. We're not. What other crazy things did we do that day? Oh, uh now Captain Caleb Tanner is not going to sack the quarterback and like pile drive him into the ground <laughs> after the whistle. For two personal fouls, turning a, I think it was maybe an interception or something, into a 30-yard gain, allowing them to score. Those things aren't going to happen. We're going to win. What do you think? Yeah. No, I got to just win. Okay. Minnesota. I'm that. That's a tough one. I th- Minnesota has had our number for a little while now. Some a lot of these teams in the <laughs> in the Big Ten West have had our number, but they're just so bland and consistent. And and Scott just has not been able to call consistent enough plays when things are working. He's just, I feel like he's panicked. I'm so excited that he's not calling plays. I feel like he's a great offensive mind and he can help build a scheme and he can give insight to Whipple, but Whipple, I'm looking to be a steady hand who can say, Scott, 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 we've talked (laughs) about this, Scott, Scotty. So, um, but that's a, that's a tough one. I'll probably say loss just because I've been saying win so much. Mm. What about I've got you? that one as a win. Okay. I uh, again, that's a that's a spiteful one for me. I just I find their coach insufferable. Um, <laughs> Did he have some plastic surgery in the off season or something? I feel like uh, there's been a thing where it's like his face looks really different, and people are like, oh. "That's not PJ Fleck." Maybe it's a. Uh, I mean, it could be like a Mark Hamill thing. So I don't want to comment on it. Yeah, I think there was probably a reason, like a, a health-related reason, as opposed sure. to I want to look more beautiful. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about that. So. Okay, well, stay tuned. Um, <laughs> we'll update you in November, folks. No, I'm just, I'm sure it'll be in the news. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably old news by now. Um, away at Michigan, man, that that's just. I think they're going to be really good, and I think we can probably push them and. They may not might not expect it, but hey, we took them to the wire last year. Could have, should have won that one last year. I'm going to put it down as an L because it's away. Yeah, same. I did have an interesting. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I'll say just a robust disagreement with one of my students this morning. I discovered is a uh, Michigan fan, and he insists. That Michigan would have beaten Nebraska in 1997. Um, well, that's just wrong. And uh, it's just it's funny to me because somebody in the room, one of my other students, said, um, "I'm just gonna go with the person who was actually alive in 1997 and what they have to say about it." I was like, "That's right." <laughs> Pull on the age card. Here, here I am talking trash about one of my students on uh, on my podcast. Old man Harvat. It's okay. I. It does not affect the way I view you as a person, but as a fan, we are mortal enemies. <laughs> All right. Home. Okay. Home. So yeah, look at this stretch. The last, mm-hmm. last November, uh, host Minnesota, go to Michigan, host Wisconsin, go to Iowa. That is a gauntlet. A gauntlet. Yep. And, um, gauntlet at the same yeah. Time. It's almost like we've been podcasting together seven years. 
Wisconsin, home, Iowa, away. Let's just let's just pick them in tandem. Okay. What do you what do you think? <laughs> I I got uh I got well we talked about Michigan, right? I got an L for that. I got an L for Wisconsin. But it's because I have a W for Iowa. I know. I'm kind of thinking the same way. Like, let me divvy up my wins and losses here. Hope springs eternal for us finally to get that monkey off our back. The thing is with... That feral, obnoxious monkey that won't <laughs> shut up. We were so close last year, and things <laughs> just kind of crumbled. Yeah. And I got to think special teams shaping up makes a huge difference this year. It would have made a huge difference last year for Iowa. So I also have that as a W. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Wisconsin, that's a tough one. I can see coming off a, a very physical, t- potentially close loss at Michigan. I can see a little bit of a hangover from that. Um, and maybe also looking ahead to Iowa. I'll put that as an L2. Mm. So that being said, you've got one, two, three, three, four, baby. five, six, seven, eight, nine, and three for Mike. And I got uh, Frank Solich firing numbers. <laughs> we fire lots of coaches for nine wins. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, slice it. Both of both you and I expect a bowl game this year. So I, yeah, I have eight and four. You have nine and three. Pretty off the cuff here. Interestingly, I have us uh, starting out. 6 and 0 oh, and then finishing the season 3 and 3 which hmm. could be a tough way to go but even if we lose 3 of the last 6 if we sit if we end the season at 8 and 4 have a month to heal up and go to the first bowl I'd be through the moon in my children's <laughs> lifetime through the roof over the moon I don't know about through the moon cheese um that would be a great step in the right direction we don't have to fire Scott Volleyball wins a national championship. We, we don't have to fire Scott. <laughs> Nobody That's wants a, him to get fired. What, what a way to word that. Yeah. I take that back. There's some people who want him fired, but uh, not us. Not the Husker Football Fan Podcast here you in don't Season speak 8. for us. You speak for dumb heads. Whoa, whoa. Family podcast. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're getting raw. All right. Mike, hey, I, is there anything else we sh- we should talk about here? Oh man, um, see, this is the part of the show that uh, usually Justin and I end up talking for like another half hour, and then I edit it down to three minutes because we go <laughs> down so many rabbit trails. Um, We've but, had a uh, few good ones tonight. Yeah. No, I would say uh, just uh, thank you again to everybody um, for sticking with us. Like, if you stayed subscribed and we just randomly appeared for you um it means so much that you didn't uh just kind of say well i guess those guys just hung hung up their hats you know they called it a day or whatever um no we're we're back and uh just looking forward to uh to this being what it was always meant to be if you could only see a video feed of justin and i right now we are both relaxed. We both have our arms up behind our heads. Mm. Um, uh, this is the way it should be. I've got my Husker pod cut out here from the mm. COVID season. Right. Our our cut out. It looks like it looks like a baby bottle. What was yeah. with that? 
Uh, a, a silhouette of some sort. Yeah, it was them Russian being... nesting doll. Yeah, it was them being lazy about uh, actually like form cutting people's photos. Yeah. You know, that's supposed to be the spot for the head, I guess, at the top of there. That little I guess. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, hey, Mike, it's been good talking to you, and yeah. uh, I look forward to talking with you for the next uh, 12 weeks, 8 16 weeks, 20 Something weeks. Something like that. Pending success. Of some and that's sort. a good, that's good, uh, good question is what do we do with off uh, bye weeks this year? Do we do trivia show? We haven't done a trivia show in a while. Maybe. Maybe bring that back. Maybe it's finally time. We've we have been talking for seven years, folks, about doing like just a just a random episode about like what movies you've been watching or what books are you been have you been reading that kind of thing. Uh, maybe we uh, go off the beaten path, have a little bonus episode on a bye week. Have you seen anything interesting recently aside from the Star Wars movie or excuse me the Marvel movies we were talking about? Um, let me take a peek here. Um, there's something I watched recently that I thought was pretty good. Where are you? Pulling up the old letterboxed. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good resource. It was introduced to me by none other than Justin L. Swanson. I was going to say it. That was me. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the new Batman. That was, oh, uh, I forgot was about that. Good. I never saw it. It kind of got me back into Batman <laughs> just in general. Um, I think uh, I recommend it. It's it's longer than it needs to be. Oh man, that is my pet peeve. Um, but the thing that I like about it is, I would say for roughly ninety percent of the movie, Batman is in his Batman suit. Okay. It is. It isn't like half the movie of like, come on, Bruce, you need to put on as that you're a playboy. You know, like there's not that garbage. <laughs> it's like he's like, I'm Batman. I'm beating up baddies. I'm well. There isn't quite as much of that going on either. Um, yeah, no. I I I really like kind of the world that they have seeded Batman in. I think it's probably a little bit more true to the comics, uh, but also it's right in the pocket of it's it's really rough around the edges without going too far. I think rated R comic book movies is the stupidest thing ever. I think that people have gone, like, starting with Logan a few years back, like, I've said this a million times, nobody needs to see Wolverine's claws go through somebody's brains. Like, I don't need to see that. He can still, he can be as vicious as ever, and I don't need to see that, right? Um, And so I feel like a lot of movies, like the new Suicide Squad, my brother's told me, like, he, I think he said he's just stopped watching it, because he was like, I don't want to watch this garbage. I don't, Hmm. um... And so I actually was not even going to watch the new Batman movie because I thought it was going to be rated R. Hmm. And then when I found out it was PG-13, I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I thought they did a good job of like kind of allowing Batman to be a brutal vigilante without going over the top with it. So, hmm. yeah. It's a good synopsis. I'll definitely... Uh check it out one of these days i'm having a hard time squeezing in movies at this point in my life Mm. so i'm going back through my letterboxd and unless they're children's movies right unless they're children's movies yeah and uh when we were at my in-laws in chicago i always love to go to their library and they have a great old movie selection okay and and i picked up the magnificent ambersons from 1942 which is i think it's orson welles second movie of course citizen kane is first i don't know 
it was one of his early movies and he it's very dramatically shot of course black and white it's the it's the basis for the royal tannenbaums wes anderson's movie which is okay one of my favorite movies and the first half of the movie is very you can see how it inspired the royal tannenbaums but then it gets a lot darker and um you know lots of things go wrong for the magnificent ambersons and uh and then the very last scene it's like the, the whole thing's on this downward spiral, and then the last scene, not to say too much, but it kind of goes up at oh. this kind of weirdly happy ending, and it's like, what? <laughs> so then I got on Wikipedia, and apparently uh, it was originally a half an hour or 45 minutes longer, and it was you know his his movie, Orson Welles' movie, and then right when he wrapped it, uh, he went on vacation, and the studio went in and like took the last half hour and junked it and made a happy ending. And, oh, wow. and, uh, and they, they apparently like destroyed the footage. So no one knows, you know, Jeez. he knows how it's supposed to end, but nobody else knows. And so, um, I don't know if it was necessarily a fun movie to watch because it is a downer, but uh, it was really interesting. And, and it was, uh, yeah, r- right away. I was like that something's going on here. And <laughs> so you sh- sure enough, got that was the quite the backstory. It. So it's always interesting with Thorson Wells. So sure. that, that's maybe the most interesting thing I saw in the last month or so. It's cool. So, yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, watching some classic monster movies this this year. I recently picked up on sale a box set of all of the classic Universal monster films. Oh wow! So all like every Mummy movie, every Dracula, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, all that. So that, I'm, this is I'm, I'm laughing right back. now because when we watch movies as a family, if there's a really tense moment. My son, who's six, will be like, everybody's going to die. He'll just, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like that. his coping mechanism. They're going to die. Everybody's going to die. Like, no, it's just a kid's Calm movie. Down. That's Calm not what's going to happen. Hang in it's there. Gonna be okay. <laughs> it's just so like, it's so consistent. Like, at least oh. he feels free to express that aloud. You know, like it, at least he's not following that in. It surprises me when it comes out, but then immediately it, it doesn't. But Everybody's gonna die. That's great. Should we name our uh, episode that? No, we won't. We won't. Yeah, that's a terrible want. name for whatever you our want. comeback episode. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, that that entered my brain as soon as I said that. All right. Or maybe we should call it a comeback. Maybe we should call it. Maybe we should call it a comeback. Hey, hey, everybody! May the force be with you. <laughs> Go big red, Mike. Go big red. Sorry, wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Nebraska.